What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey everyone, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast Season 3. And thank you so much for tuning in. And this is actually episode four. I don't even realize that till right now. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. As you know, I don't have um, interviews. Instead, I had genuine conversations with you guys and gals. So let's get into it. Today, we have a new guest. His name is Donovan Bridgeforth. And as you guys know, we always get started with an icebreaker. So you ready for your icebreaker? I am. Okay. So your icebreaker is... What is the most out of character thing you've ever done? Hmm, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, in my whole life, one of the most out of character things I've ever done was uh, when I was in Memphis with my cousin. We uh, actually jumped off the back of an eighteen wheeler. Uh, it's a it's a deep story, but I guess that's just where I'll leave it at. Okay. So yeah, and let the people <laughs> wonder about. Because I was no, definitely going to be like, can yeah. you give us a sprinkle yeah. of uh, how yeah. that operates? Yeah, we, we were trying to trying to get to the other side of the city, mm-hmm. and we weren't mobile at the time because gotcha, uh, gotcha. we were too young. So mm-hmm. we had seen something on the internet where somebody was had jumped on the back of 18 wheel and jumped off at, at their location. And so... So that was like a ride. Yeah, oh. we had we had we rode oh. on the back of it like it was a like a horse or something. Uh, Dang. Yeah, so it didn't end too well, but uh, we're still here to tell the story. So okay, that was definitely that's a out great of memory. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely out of character. A little too too risky. Nice. Yeah. Okay, and so um, let's go ahead and get into our genuine conversation. Okay. Who is a Donovan? Donovan Bridgeforth. 27-year-old entrepreneur, uh, about to turn 28 in October, guy saying the same. Mm. Um, I'm a genuine person, uh, and that's why our business has been able to survive through the coronavirus and through the first five years of us actually being in operation. Mm -hmm. So when we first started out um, with this idea of being the Black App and helping people find Black-owned businesses, uh, in 2015, that was a that was a radical idea. It was right at the beginning of the Trayvon Martin uh, era. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when things started getting filmed live on Facebook. That's where true. And then it only continued and got worse over the years. Mm-hmm. So with us being socially active and or social activists at this point, mm-hmm. uh, we saw a lot of backlash. And so we just kept it genuine. We were mm-hmm. in the in the business of just trying to expose black businesses yeah. and give us a place where we can be on the forefront mm-hmm. and we don't have to know so much. So with technology today, you have to be very skillful with your SEOs, with your uh, any type of search engines, just mm-hmm. so that your business can get found mm-hmm. uh, and have that type of traffic online because yes. everything's moving to e-commerce and uh, e-consumption, even mm-hmm. like uh, audios, uh, videos, all mm-hmm. type of stuff. You're just consuming it through the internet as opposed to just like real life uh, things. So with us being wanted to wanting to expose black businesses like mm-hmm. that, it's hard to to get black people to to do that on the Google level or like on the Yahoo level like that. Mm-hmm. But once we have a platform that's catered to us and we do all the hard work for you, nice. it's easy for black businesses to get found. So that's giving me a passion and uh, that's my calling. And so mm-hmm. that's really who I am is just helping take away some of the red tape for black people. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of a, a path clear mm-hmm. for people. Uh, more so. Okay. And I read somewhere that you were actually a ba- a basketball player. I was, yes. So what was that transition like from, you know, being an athlete to now dealing with technology on a whole different yeah. <laughs> spectrum? Um actually it was it was a rough transition. Uh mm-hmm. but in the time I didn't know how rough it was, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I was just so passionate and dedicated about what to do. Mm-hmm. But coming out of uh, Mesquite Poteet, which is where I graduated uh, I was ranked in the top 30 players in the DFW in the class of 2011. And so I had several D1 offers mm-hmm. all across the country, but I decided to stay close home because I'm mm-hmm. I'm really a family guy. Like I really mm-hmm. love my family and I want to build a family just like my family mm-hmm. to where we're all mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. So I, I just decided to stay in Dallas and go to a Division II school, Dallas Baptist University. Mm-hmm. Full close. ride, yep, uh, went there. But that is where God spoke to me and was telling me that this, like, 
Like this system is not built for you to win. Mm -hmm. uh, even though I'm a, a scholarship athlete, everything's mm -hmm. paid for, mm -hmm. all of the cloud on campus, stuff like that, still not built for you to win in the long term. And so yeah. just the cultural differences from me being, I'm even a black Christian, mm -hmm. Southern Baptist uh, person and going to a predominantly white Christian institution, it, it was way different. Mm -hmm. And I, and the Christians didn't match up, if that right. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So even when I was 18, coming into 19, going through my phases, getting my first tattoos, mm -hmm. getting my first ear earrings and stuff like that, mm -hmm. as a as a Christian athlete, they didn't they didn't see why I was doing that. Mm -hmm. But I was also a black male. Right. So I'm finding myself in my culture, uh, which we like to be flashy. We kind mm -hmm. of like to show, like to look good, right? Yeah. And we like to let people know that we know we look good, mm -hmm. right? And that type of vibe on that campus being so small had such a big effect that um, I ended up clashing with one of the trainers mm -hmm. and uh, it came into a physical altercation. Uh, and then so I ended up didn't getting my scholarship renewed for the uh, sophomore semester. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I went to a JUCO out in uh, Waco, McLennan okay. Okay. Community College right there. And uh, continued full ride basketball, played uh, dean list athlete, you know what I'm saying, nice. all that type of stuff. But the culture was built around I had a black head coach mm -hmm. it's a juco so there's okay. a lot more black people on campus mm -hmm. so the culture fit and so I was able to thrive and yeah. so when you once you're when you're a, a token mm -hmm. or in that position to where you're the spook by the door right. uh, like Nipsey was saying mm -hmm. uh, it takes some some mental fortitude to be able to stay in and break that barrier for other people to get into that institution like yeah. but you're still playing on their their playing field so I noticed that and so when I went and got recruited to my next school out in mm -hmm. Abilene, Texas, uh, Hardin Simmons, uh, I went and I just had the same vibe that this is a predominantly white institution yeah. and I'm going to end up being black. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like at the mm -hmm. end of the day, yeah. and it's going to it's gonna clash again, mm -hmm. and I'm going to end up hating playing basketball for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. So I stepped away from basketball, and my dad has been my head coach my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's actually the head coach at Ennis High School right now. And so uh, that was a that was a that was a rough time for us because mm -hmm. me and him we had built our whole lives and our whole relationship through the game of basketball. Right. So me deciding to step away, it was kind of like I was stepping away from everything he's taught me, mm -hmm. and now I'm stepping out on my own understanding. Which as a parent, you don't never want your kids to step out on their right. own understanding, right? That's what so, I was gonna ask you. What was that conversation like? Because we always want to please our parents, right? Like I know I'm a very family person, and so if anything don't go that way, yeah. they're looking at me like, like "Don't worry, you tripping." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what was that like was, with your father? Man, it was definitely that that type of situation where he was like, "Man, you're tripping." Yeah. Like, don't let these white folks get you out of what you do best. Like, mm -hmm. you know who you are. You know you should stay in tune with your player. Yeah. And I was like. But the game is built for me to lose. Even mm -hmm. if I win for them and I show all of this, I still lose because I have to, to to bring myself back of who I'm growing in to be. Yeah. And I didn't even know that this was on the way, right? Mm -hmm. And so that first year, uh, he was like, well, if you're not going to not gonna play, then you're going to have to pay for your school. Not all of it. They just That's yeah. what the conversation that was, was at the moment, scary. right? And the scare, <laughs> the scare tactic at the yeah. moment. You got to pay for your school. You're about to pay for everything, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, cool. I'm going I'm to do it. So yeah. I, I got a job on campus right away, um, writing for the newspaper, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, so I was writing for the newspaper, and then I became a photographer for the newspaper. Okay. So now I'm getting paid both sides. I'm writing the article, and I'm taking the picture for it. So it's like $50 an article, and then mm -hmm. like 25 a picture. So I'm just, I ended up writing one whole issue. So I'm just like hustling. Like, I'm just like, this I'm like what? And so <laughs> I, made a, I made that same black impact. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't in the typical way that predominantly white institutions were seeing it. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm doing it in the the classroom mm -hmm. and in these extracurricular activities that have nothing to do with physical activities. Yeah. It's all mental. Mm -hmm. And so after I was doing that, uh, I actually started a group on campus mm -hmm. uh, called the Black Students Association. Yeah. And so that was the very inceptions of the Black app. Okay. Right there, we were we were bringing black students that were on campus and mm -hmm. throwing parties, basically. Mm -hmm. Right, that mm -hmm. was the just just keeping it real. Mm -hmm. In college, we would come together and just party together, chill, yeah. like kind of get a community Little outside of the. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and then uh, uh, the second semester, I started turning into like a book club to where we would read books by uh, mm. black authors. Like one book we read was uh, "Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together at the Cafeteria Table." 
okay. you've never read that book, it's, 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 it tells you about uh, why people culturally attracted to each other, right? That's true. Just because it's like we speak the same language, mm-hmm. even body language, all type of languages. Yeah, uh, we can read each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just down to the to the T. Yeah. But if you're in another one, it's unfamiliar. So mm-hmm. you just go to the familiarities. Mm-hmm. And so um, from there, I was like, okay, so the books, okay, all this is it's cool. So then I came out with my first company, which mm-hmm. is called The Great Change, because I felt myself going through this uh, transition. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm just name my company that. And then so I wrote a book about myself and about... Look at uh, you. So would you consider yourself an author as well? well? I, I would, I would, I would. Uh, I've actually written five books nice. uh, under this publishing company that we that's now The Great Change. So, okay. uh, But the first book is called The American Alien. Okay. And so it's kind of telling the story of how I went through that transition mm. and and how my dad reacted and all of that, just mm-hmm. kind of like breaking that down. And then from there, I just got into writing more novels and just like short stories and stuff like that, mm. and then published those into to books. So we have uh, published five books under the great change. And then from there, I was like sitting at a standstill. Like I was out, like every day I'd be on social media inboxing people, hey, check out my book. Hey, check out my book. Mm-hmm. Like just hustling, like right. like thinking like, like That's gotta, usually what we don't, that's all we know if you don't know the technical side. Yeah. Like you mentioned the SEOs and stuff like yeah. that. That's uh, the only thing no, we know yeah. as far as advertising. Yeah, ourselves. it's like it's like pushing, <laughs> yeah. like street promotion, word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, we, that's that's what I was it. on. And so I was like, man, this is too hard. Mm-hmm. That's what I literally, I told tired myself, I said, bro, I'm getting tired. Mm-hmm. And I know my books are fired, like, but but I can't, I can't, I can't connect with them. Mm-hmm. Not then I called my uh my friend Troy Bryant, and he's one of my business partners. Mm-hmm. Uh I said, bro, I can remember the conversation. I said, bro, I wish there was a place for black people to just put their business and get found. He was like, you should make it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I should. And so that's when I came out with the Black App, and that was in 2015. Mm-hmm. And I dropped out of school. Like, I, I, I still don't have a, a undergraduate's degree. So I just have my associates, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I've gotten all the way up to three hours uh, left, and then I got all the way up to six hours left. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like several different times at different institutions. Yeah. Never finished because it's a, of the business venture. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh, once I dropped out, I put all steam ahead toward uh, the Black App. And so that's where that's where we got and once we started this business. Wow. So with Troy, was he initially just sold because y'all homeboys to become a partner? Or was it like, yo, I got a business plan, you gonna be in it or you not? <laughs> so so uh he was sold way before this happened. So he was mm-hmm. there my freshman year at DBU. Okay. And he was one of my uh like I guess you had dorm mates, even though he wasn't my roommate, he was in the same dorm, gotcha, right? Gotcha, and so gotcha. everybody, it's a small campus, and mm-hmm. everybody knows the athletes. Yeah. And so uh, once they saw what the impact I was having on campus, and it was even so much too much to where they had to kick me out, he was like, mm-hmm. "Man, this dude is like gonna be on something." Mm-hmm. And so once I reached out to him, he was like, "Bro, I'm behind you. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, no, like, not even no, don't need no plan. Like, mm-hmm. like, I trust you. Like, yeah. like, I see, I see, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? And so from there." Once me being the genuine person that I am, I was like, okay, let me get myself together all mm-hmm. the way. Because even though I did the books and stuff like this, this is gonna be bigger than me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I have to, I'm gonna have to learn. I'm gonna have to go back to school. I'm mm-hmm. at the school myself. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. from there, I started getting into reading even more books, which is like the Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. Rich Dad Poor Dads, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that era. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to find those books and reading those. And uh, then I start writing out my business plan, and then we actually start getting into searching for the app development. Mm. Mm-hmm. So with the app development, I've seen little ads where, oh, it's one, two, three to create an app today. Mm-hmm. And I hear other people like, nah, if you're really going to do an app, you want to make sure that you do it the right way the first time. Yeah. So what was the path for you? So the path for me was going the wrong way the first way, <laughs> <laughs> and then coming back around and then understanding the, the correct way. Mm-hmm. So um, initially when we started look, searching for app developers, mm-hmm. uh, we had reached out to several people and they were reaching out with with like extravagant quotes. Mm. And so I was like, man, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to grind up to get it because I don't know. I mean, nobody has an app that I know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The apps are mm-hmm. just now popping. That's when Flappy Bird was just coming out okay. and okay. Cash App had to just uh, hit mm-hmm. where they were giving away the five dollars right away. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, okay, let's jump in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I actually ended up losing fifteen thousand dollars to Ooh. to an app developer. She ran off on us. Uh, and we didn't hear from her. Oh. And so uh, we had potentially thought about giving her equity, 
mm-hmm. the company, which she could have ran off with. But we had just we ended up giving her the money. So yeah. you can take the money, we'll take the money, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so from there I was like, Okay, that, that loss is that hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. especially at the time, especially on my my family, mm-hmm. any type of relationship I'm trying to build at mm-hmm. the moment, they're like, You just lost fifteen thousand dollars on uh, on a risk, like yeah. you don't even know why do you need to why do you need to have a black business? Why I mean, why do you need to do this for all these black people? Why not just mm-hmm. try to get yourself up? You know what I'm saying? That's how your yeah. family talks. To you. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, it's bigger than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like once this once I build this and get it right for everybody, gonna we all gonna be straight. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, That's like even, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but they couldn't see the vision that I had. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go teach myself how to app develop. So then I'm learning Java, I'm learning mm-hmm. Python, I'm learning C++, all mm-hmm. of these type of things. Going to little uh, app development boot camps, yeah. stuff like that. So uh, you wanted to be hands-on, not yeah. just hiring and outsource, but you wanted right. to be there. Well, too. I tried to hire and outsource, and it mm-hmm. just kind of went down the drain. So at this point, I, I can only acquire the assets for myself to try Makes to sense. do it, to try to make that money back. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that's how we ended up getting our first versions of the app into the the app store was just yeah. off of me coding and trying out stuff. Nice. Yep. So from there, the black app is here. Everything is running. I looked on Google Play, my little Android, <laughs> and you got like thousands of downloads. You got hundreds of reviews. I mean, you're doing amazing. So you know, initially you learned how to advertise with the book. And you was yeah. like, mm, I tired <laughs> hey, myself boy. out. Yeah. So what does that advertising look like years later with the black app? Man, it's actually transitioning once again. But uh, from there, just that street promotion, uh, what I started to do was enter myself into competitions. Because mm-hmm. I was like, so you were saying how was the transition from being an athlete into being into technology? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more it's more or less I brought the same competitiveness mm-hmm. to the business world. And I feel like a lot of athletes that I've been speaking to on the platform say the same thing. Yes. That they kept that mindset of being an athlete to whatever role was next in their life. Yeah. And that, that comes down to practice. Mm-hmm. That comes down to... Uh, researching your competition because uh, you get scout teams like like uh, when you're in sports mm-hmm. you get a whole scout report on each individual player on the other team your oh, coach wow. gives that to you especially oh. on the higher levels and professional mm-hmm. levels yeah you get a whole it's a packet that that tells you this guy likes to go right on this uh-huh. part of the court he shoots 35 percent going this way uh, this guy if you get in his head da 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 he'll mm-hmm. get madder so you have the whole yeah it's like that and so you athletes it's 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 a business Crazy. sports is a business so mm-hmm. that's why uh, there's a lot of corporate athletes mm-hmm. even though some people just are talented beyond mm-hmm. their means and they don't see the competitiveness in it because I'm so talented nobody could compete with me some people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but when you have to work hard and compete and and and, and do your X's and O's and your strategy has to win stuff like that yeah. that's easily translated to the business world mm-hmm. and so that's what we try to tell a lot of young black men is like mm-hmm. man if you really want to compete Mm-hmm. And you really want to want to see yourself uh, grow? Uh, get into business, start a business, and yeah. find your competition, mm-hmm. and then beat them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, simple. <laughs> yeah, like, like seriously. Yeah. yeah. So, as we continue to to market with that, just just doing word of mouth. Mm-hmm. What I saw is once we entered those competitions, and I started doing hackathons, twenty four hour mm-hmm. hackathons. Uh, with like the Battle of the Brains down mm-hmm. at uh, South by Southwest. Mm-hmm, Went mm-hmm. down there. We uh, The first year I competed, I, we made it to the finals, mm-hmm. uh, but we didn't we didn't place. Mm-hmm. And so the second year we went, we actually won third, and we won $10,000. Nice. Yes, so yeah. you got that money back from over. Yeah, you hear me, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so doing that has, has allowed us to like get our name out there and mm-hmm. connect with other people in the industry nice. so that they can put us on platforms that matter in the industry okay. so uh one of the people that we connected with is angel rich mm-hmm, I and, read about that. yeah and so mm-hmm. she was on breakfast club right around the same time that diddy and jay-z tried to come out with the app that's mm-hmm. similar to what we do mm-hmm. even though they've never even published their app yeah because it stopped in mid transition yeah. Right? yeah yeah and so uh she actually went on Breakfast Club and, mm-hmm. and shouted us out and, and was Good saying time. that we already have the Black App and Diddy mm-hmm. and them should just invest in what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And so once that happened, we were able to touch, uh, I think, half a million people uh, just, through, just through her, her one podcast with them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we've been able to, to turn that around and, and tap in with her and see how she did her marketing because she, mm-hmm. she did something like, because she has an app as well, and she did something like 
200,000 downloads in the first week. And that's how she got on Forbes and got on Braves Club and all that mm -hmm. stuff because she just knew the game. And so soaking up game from her and seeing where to place ads, what, mm -hmm. what they look like, kind of just mimicking her in a way mm -hmm. uh, has, has allowed us to help. But the next transition that we're going into, um, just because of the COVID, has allowed us to to yeah. to actually elevate just because people need to be found and they That's need true. businesses that they can trust. That's and true. black businesses are one of the most underserved communities. And so we're here to serve them and get them found to where the SEO doesn't matter. None of that matters. Mm -hmm. You have a specific plan built for you. And mm -hmm. so our marketing is gonna be in integrated with your marketing. Mm -hmm. So when so you sign, yeah. So okay. when you uh, when you sign up on the app, mm -hmm. uh, we'll we'll be handling your SEOs mm -hmm. on other platforms okay. as, as well as well as you'll be on our platform as one mm -hmm. of the top businesses or, or being able to be found very easily. Mm -hmm. But let's say that you're still trying to tap into the other money that's out there. There's white money, Mexican money, Asian money, that's Cuban so money, true. and we want all of it. That's true. We need why, it. Why we need not? it in our community <laughs> and then true. circulate it in our community. Mm -hmm, so we still mm -hmm. have to attract it. So, but yeah. we'll do the hard work for the business owners mm -hmm. because a lot of people get discouraged. Mm -hmm. And right now, you could easily get discouraged. It's COVID nineteen quarantine. You never know what's going to happen. So people are very discouraged right now, and we're here just to let them know that we're here for you, like to support Black businesses that's and beautiful. do the hard work for you. That's beautiful. So I kind of want to rewind a little bit okay. with that conversation with Angel Rich. I know certain times people be in rooms mm -hmm. with important people, but we get a little nervous. Like, oh, right. should I approach them? Should I not approach them? Yeah. What made you actually approach her and then start that conversation about your business? Well, or just a friendly conversation? Well, I had saw that she had recently been written on Forbes mm -hmm. uh, before she had came to one of the hackathons. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I was actually representing Paul Quinn College okay, at the hackathon, okay. and so she went to a HBCU as well, mm -hmm. uh, Hampton University. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a very like in the HBCU realm. Yeah. Uh, it's very friendly. It's very yes, uh, kickback is yeah. It's very kickback is cookout <laughs> vibes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it felt like it was like like I already knew her because yeah. because we were in the same HBCU facility. So mm -hmm. even though she was still Forbes, all that stuff, I was like, okay, okay. And I was trying to tell my teammates who, mm -hmm. who I was like, hey, do y'all know who that is? I was like, That's man. Good. And they, so they you were, did your homework yeah, before you came. Yeah, That's I was like, do y'all know who that is? They were like, nah. I was like, man, let me show you. I was went over there, talked to her. And she had photographers and stuff with her and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. got to get pictures and stuff. And she was very friendly. So I was just uh, ambitious. I just, mm -hmm. I, it, I was like, man, this is this is a once in a lifetime moment. Let me yeah. try. You know what I'm saying? And I've done all of this. I gave up everything with sports for this. Like, yeah. I better not be scared. Like, uh, in, in a way, so I felt like you're my competition mm -hmm. after her. So walk right up to him, see how yeah. see how far I'm lacking. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or or see if I could win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it is. So I just went stepped into it with like a game time mindset. So, so okay. even though you have butterflies before big games, mm -hmm. you don't want to miss the game, do you? So that's right. so that's what you I, just I put yourself out there. Right? Yeah, that's how I feel. Like you got to take that shot. And I feel, and that's the whole reason why I asked that question is because it came back to you tenfold. Yes. That she was able to, you know, promote you on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like you mentioned, you got a hundred, well, a half a million yeah. followers from that that started seeing what the Black app yeah. was. And so I just want to put that out there for the audience. You can be in a room with people, but don't be afraid to network. Please don't. <laughs> Man, rub a shoulder, bump them, make them look at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. anything, just take up space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are humble. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that can only get you so far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and humility is more so for yourself. Mm -hmm. But when you're in business, and especially in a capitalistic society, mm -hmm. you have to capitalize on every single moment that you can. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't quantify your opportunity cost. Mm -hmm. So that's like... Uh, what you could be doing other than what you're doing yeah. so like if i'm just sitting here and somebody walks by and i'm like dang that was them mm -hmm. you can't quantify what what you just missed That's so you true. know so i can't tell you how much money you missed out on mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. or what connections you missed out on mm -hmm. only only god would be able to tell you that but That's i want to let you know that it could be infinite because mm -hmm. that could be it could be tenfold it could be That's twentyfold true. i don't know, mm -hmm. but only god knows. don't you can't quantify that opportunity cost that you missed so i just don't want people to miss their opportunities love it 
All right, so let's go ahead and fast forward back to the black app. Um, I do want to know what that process looks like as far as consultations, mm -hmm. how the businesses can find you, and you know how can they sign up to be on the black app? What does That's that it. look like? So right now we're available in Google Play, mm -hmm. uh, Apple App Store. Um, just earlier this week, we were actually ranked in the top 25 mm, uh, business apps on the App Store. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, that's just that's just a testament to our community. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to see us succeed now. Yeah. Right now, black people are rooting for black people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's a, that's a, something that's never happened in the yeah. world, like in the history of black people. So it's something all new. So I'm, I'm honored to be a part of the movement and being elevated from my community. Mm -hmm. uh, and so once you go and find us on there, or you can go to our website, www.theofficialblackapp.com mm -hmm. and uh, sign up. There's, We have four packages. We have the bronze package mm -hmm. uh, where you can sign up and we'll send out uh, three app blasts for you. Mm -hmm. So that's the app wide. So we have 75,000 downloads this year. Mm -hmm. So that's, and th I think we're on like close to 40,000 devices. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a little bit better than Facebook because mm -hmm. uh, this is like virtual real estate. Uh, they have to see you. Like if, yeah. if I have my app on your phone, mm -hmm. when that notification comes, your phone is gonna buzz. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's gonna come down. Yeah. And so if I'm promoting the business, that's like putting you on front street. Mm -hmm. That's like that's like a, a billboard dropping down in front of a car instead of sitting over here. Mm -hmm. It's like flashing right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's like prime marketing mm -hmm. for, for businesses. So the bronze package gets three of those and then they increase as you go up. Okay. Uh, the silver package, the best part about that is that you get business analytics and you get social media promotion. Mm -hmm. So on our Instagram, we have 10,000 followers mm -hmm. and we have about 30,000 30, uh, like like uh, impressions over okay. this year, like uh, like people nice. reacting and likes and comments. Mm -hmm. Engagement. So mm -hmm. Engagement. So yeah, we have about 30,000 engaged, engaged uh, users over the, the this, this year. Mm -hmm. So you being able to get in front of those people on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, even though we're moving away from those, we can still tap into those and promote people. Mm -hmm. And then uh, moving up to the gold package, uh, there you get business analytics. So mm -hmm. there you get to see, it's like more in depth. You see where people are going in the app and clicking your business, how many people click this, what they were doing, how long they were on this screen, mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. So that you can know how to tailor your profile mm -hmm. so that it's easier for people to get straight to you. Thing. Yeah, and then our highest package. We just partnered with Instill Network. I don't okay. know if you're familiar with them. It's a network out of Dallas, black owned. Okay. Uh, to shoot commercials for mm -hmm. in our highest package, which is the platinum package. So mm -hmm. each each month you'll get a commercial shot for your business, professional, and it'll be aired on YouTube, the Black mm -hmm. App, Instill Network, which is actually on Roku, mm -hmm. uh, and any other platform that we're tapped into, so that you you'll be able to promote, and you can promote it yourself. So you'll get the actual digital yourself yeah i like it so of course you already know this promoting black businesses but the fact that you have different tiers for people why did you decide to do the different tiers and packages so i see one of the things that i've seen is that i the entrepreneur is getting younger and younger and younger mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and so i wanted to be able to get, offer something to the youngest entrepreneur as well as the corporate entrepreneur that has mm. mcdonald's franchises out here or wing stops yeah so i wanted to be able to touch uh the top and the bottom because if there's a kid that started in a lemonade stand mm -hmm. uh, they may not be able to afford commercials and stuff like that they mm -hmm. may just need to be uh, located on the app so people can drive through and get it like that Makes and it's sense. only ten dollars something like that a mm -hmm. month but if there's a person that's like man i need i need the full package for my business mm -hmm. and i need this monthly i need to be pushing this and mm -hmm. i don't have time to do this because i'm making so much money da, 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 da. Right. those type of people where we have the highest package for you mm -hmm. and then in between those are more so for your college and and budding entrepreneurs Makes sense. Uh, the people who who know that they need to know Mm -hmm. And they will know what to do with the knowledge once they know, like the analytics mm -hmm. and the Instagrams and things like that. Okay, mm -hmm. look at you. <laughs> All right. And so the next part of the 
the show, I do highs and lows. Okay. Highs and lows just really helps the audience know and get more resources. You okay. know, just to learn from everybody's journeys, right? right? Like, oh snap, he said that that happened. Now I know what you know what I got going on. I know what to do differently. Right. So it's just to help everybody, right? So for the poor first half, it's called highs. This okay. is the time to pat yourself on the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I did that. We did that as a team. Whatever the yeah. case may be, where you can look back and say, I'm proud, and I was able to get through whatever that was, and got the best results right uh one of the things that stand out to me when you say that is when i had went to las vegas for the first time for the black app like mm-hmm. i had been there several times on basketball trips uh mm-hmm. playing in tournaments and stuff but the first time i went for the black app to actually go and learn how to uh like help nonprofit organization mm-hmm. and get my certification through the university's school or it's a how do they how do they phrase it? It's the University of Notre Dame, but it's their school of business and it's called the Mendoza School of Business. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. And so getting my certificate through them mm-hmm. uh for nonprofit work uh out in Vegas and learning tapping into the United States Black Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. uh, which has like six six hundred thousand black businesses attached oh, wow. to it. Something like that. But yeah. they're a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times their technology is built for like an old older generation right Mm -hmm. so tapping in with them and being able to uh soak up the game from him and actually get certified through them Mm -hmm. uh was just something crazy so having that that notre dame on your wall that school of business like even though i still haven't got the undergraduate degree Mm -hmm. it show it shows like like that's something i'm like yes okay i know i'm on the right path Yeah. yeah and that that means a lot and so actually now we've moved our headquarters to las vegas and we're starting starting a storefront for black-owned products. So the business owners that are part of the Black App mm-hmm. will be able to put their uh, products in our store like a Walmart yeah. or something similar. And so uh, my fiance is actually leading that charge on the on the storefront side. Yes. So I'm on the tech side, and so she'll be tapping us in in Las Vegas. Uh, so so yeah, from where it started in Las Vegas to where it's now in Las Vegas, it's almost on some. It came full circle. Like that was the first time we were actually recognized, mm-hmm. like with with plaques and stuff. And now mm-hmm. coming back around to the work that we're gonna do in Las Vegas again, mm-hmm. it just shows uh, how 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 God works. You know, what I'm saying it's just full circle. You gotta give it to God, because <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't be here without Him, right? right. So we gotta give it yeah. back to Him. Yes. So I do want to know what made you guys choose Las Vegas. Las Vegas is one of the most attractive cities in mm-hmm. the world, mm-hmm. and so right now, we everybody everybody knows that. Well, I hate to be so blunt with it, no, right? For but why? We because genuine, we genuine. Everybody knows that sex sells, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Las Vegas is sexy, not mm-hmm. in the business sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not like sex selling sex but yeah. like the sexiness of it the lights mm-hmm. the fastness of the money that's that true. you can hit big quick mm-hmm. and that's what we want people to know this technology represents mm-hmm. is that you it's a it's almost a calculated gambling with technology because mm-hmm. if you play your cards right take you see how i said like yeah. play your cards right vegas mm-hmm. that's a vegas term right uh, yeah you'll mm-hmm. you'll win and so we want people to come out and know that high risk high reward mm. low risk low reward so mm-hmm. so why not why not bet it all but it'd be it'd be calculated though right. so just trying to merge those two and the las vegas black uh scene needs our help as well okay. so i mean there, every black community across the country could could benefit from what we we have mm-hmm. but the attractiveness of Las Vegas, the ease of people coming in and traffic, having black products sitting on somewhere near the strip or on the strip mm-hmm. is very high traffic. Now, this could be a worldwide product mm-hmm. and it just is somebody at their house from the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but now mm-hmm. it's a worldwide product because somebody from China flew into Vegas for a conference and now they done picked up this product and now it's getting more exposed. Yes. So we want to put black business on the forefront, on mm-hmm, Front Street. Mm-hmm. And so right now I see Vegas as the all eyes could be there. Everybody looks to Vegas at least once a year. Everybody. <laughs> I love that because I would have never thought, you know, usually when you hear about black businesses, you want to go to Atlanta, but you're right. looking past it, you know, okay, Atlanta, y'all got it, but Las Vegas needs more attention. Yes. Okay, and it's attractive too. Like Atlanta, like, uh, only, pe- only reason you would go to Atlanta is, well, I've been to Atlanta and I've actually done business and been paid to come out there and speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the re- only reason you would go to Atlanta is 
it's not for it's, it's for the culture right mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not for the the business of it the city of it it's literally for the culture like mm-hmm. like like the culture i'm just out there pushing the culture going to go soak up the culture stuff or whatever stuff, stuff like that yeah. music ish type stuff mm-hmm. but people who just want to go and have fun and spend money mm-hmm. there's nowhere else in the world you're going to do that besides las vegas yeah. and what do we need people to do with black businesses spend money. we have to we need you to spend yeah. like and we need you to as soon as you get off the plane know what it's about as soon mm-hmm. as you get off the plane is that you're gonna spend money in the city yeah. and so we want we want to tap into that because mm-hmm. it's a lot faster turnover for our businesses as opposed to being culturally relevant right. I don't True. care how relevant I am mm-hmm. it's about how much do you how much did you gross this year mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like that that yeah. that's what the, the are my relevant in that those terms it's more sense. so what I want everyone who's a part of the Black App and the businesses that are under our branches to benefit from. Love it. All right. So the second half of this question is the lows. Anything that you felt like, dang, am I really built for this or is this really for me? Right. Should I continue to pursue? You know, you always hear guys sometimes, but you're like, oh, God, that's a little bit bigger than what I yeah. thought. Yeah. So anything like that and how did you push through? Because, you know, your faith in God, like I know he got me. That's that's I'm so glad you said that, because those are actually the catapults to my highs. Those mm-hmm. those the things that I'm about to speak on. So the first time that I really felt like, man, is this is this for me? Mm-hmm. Was right before I went to Las Vegas. The mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. I was sitting in Dallas, I was trying to I was trying to meet with the Dallas Black Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to meet with the Collin County Black Chamber of Commerce, Fort Worth Black Chamber. I'm like literally knocking on their door, pulling up. They don't have time for me, mm-hmm. or now I got to pay them this amount of money to even just talk to their people, or this yeah. like it's more of like it's, it's like so much red tape. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, like like bro, like Dallas don't want to see me, mm-hmm. like they, they don't want to see this, they don't want to see this out here. Yeah. And so I was just like, man, I just got, I just got to uh, expand, I guess, and that's how I got out of Dallas to go into the surrounding counties, mm-hmm. black chambers, and then actually the Collin County of Black Chamber of Commerce. Uh, was the only one that was actually trying to hear me like they could hear what I was saying and so they were the ones that paid for my trip out to Las Vegas because they wanted me to go out there and get that certification and come back and serve the Collin Collin County community area and so it just ended up propelling me to the United States Black Chamber of Commerce where I had access to them out in Las Vegas so but before that Dallas Dallas was very stiff, like it, like super stiff, I hate to hear and that. and they did they did not want to see the technology. Mm-hmm. They they were asking what's in it for them, like uh, it was it was just tough. The culture at the time was not uh, conducive. Mm-hmm. But right after that is when uh, we had those protests here, yeah. and then they started shooting at the mm-hmm. protests, and the guy uh, ended up getting killed by the police that was shooting at the police. Mm-hmm. So then things like this start happening. On the on the grid around Dallas, and people are having you can't ignore it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now now the things that I've been talking about for the past six months to a year mm-hmm. are starting to happen yeah. on your front doorstep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. over Facebook, you can't, so ignore, you it. can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. So now when I come back, now we're talking about the guy that got shot yeah. and why da da da. And now 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 the conversation has started. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so once that conversation got started, uh, it helped a lot. It helped a lot. Uh, but then I had hit another like I guess you would say like all time low. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was right after I had got the first versions of the app into the app store, uh, and I had first got my got my first sale, first person to sign up on the black app. Right, uh, a couple of my business partners they 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 walked out like mm-hmm. they they left the company to me. They were mm-hmm. like. They're like, I just, I just don't have time to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see the payoff, all this type of stuff. Like, I just don't have time to do it. It's mm-hmm. just you. Like, like, basically, it's all on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, we supposed to be in this together. Like, yeah. Troy, Troy was always, Troy is always there. He's always been there. But we had added three other people to our team that, mm-hmm. at the time, I felt like were essential. Like, like, man, we can't do this without us. Like, it's mm-hmm. like I'm more team oriented. Like, it's. They were like, man. So that's half the company walking away, mm-hmm. and we still have like still trying to recover fifteen thousand dollars. I'm like, man, yeah, bro, I don't know, man. And I'm looking at Troy. He's like, bro, you just gotta have the faith. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we started going to church together, started yeah. building our faith back up, yes. and then uh, that's that's when I started getting into the hackathons, and then boom, you meet Angel Rich like yeah. six months later, and then and the game changer. Mm-hmm. So if you if you give up right there. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and so it allowed me to to, to 
be propelled and, and think think differently and and we've been on the upturn ever since I love that. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. Because everybody, you know, from the site, things may not look well, and then we just want to quit. But yeah. knowing what God gave you, that should be what encourages you to keep pushing. Yeah, that's So, faith. thank you. That was amazing. So, that being stated, um, like you mentioned with the Chambers of Commerce mm-hmm. and how you just have to fight so much to get assistance. Yeah. So, that actually helps me introduce the next segment. It's called One Free Advice. Okay. I feel like people pay so so much money to go see these big speakers and they don't receive nothing from it or they pay for these 30 minute consultations and you're like what did I learn like, yeah I don't like what know. like what tangibly <laughs> can I do do I have action items that yes. I can yeah. so what is one free advice that you can give the listeners if that means you know they're in a transition period mm-hmm. or things may not be looking good for them right now mm-hmm. they're just like oh I just don't know what to do with, with moving forward mm-hmm. is there any type of free advice that you can give the person that's listening right now yes one thing that I would tell you to do is write it down it's 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 very important to write it down and just to make the vision plain and and the thing is is that your idea is alive when it's in your your mind but now when you write it down it becomes tangible and look at it every day uh, because you are your own best uh, advisor, mm-hmm. your gut, like your gut is your is is who you should go to for a consultation. Yeah. Like, does this feel right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, literally. Yeah, and uh, and that's with any decision in business. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of people go out to try to get knowledge from people, but those people only know what they know mm-hmm. because they messed up the whole time before now, gotcha. and now they're telling you everything that they've learned through those mess ups. But those mess ups got them there. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, my lows mm-hmm. catapulted me to my highs. Yeah. So I'll go out there and mess up. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, don't ask for a lot of advice. Yeah. Ask for partners. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'd, I'd rather partner with someone and then we're in this thing together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, like to try to, like, I don't know how to do this. Instead of me trying to go learn how to do this mm-hmm. or even, like, take the time out to do this, let me partner with somebody who does this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now this is what we do. Now, yeah. now we're with more synchronicity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even if that messes up, now you know how to partner with people differently for your business model. Yeah. So go yeah. out there and mess up, but but don't pay for advice. Make experiences with other people in this business. Like Indeed. spend your money, like like to do to do partnerships though. Mm-hmm. Like not more so for advice. Work with people. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I would give, as opposed to just like trying to get like consultations and sit downs mm-hmm. and advisors and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you still gonna have to go home and you still got to think about the same question you asked yourself same. before you met them. You mm-hmm. like like okay, they said all this, but. I still got to make the decision for myself. So you could have saved that money and just made the decision Mm -hmm. and then see how it works out. And then just like they do in science, like the scientific method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it, you have a hypothesis. And if it was, oh, it didn't work. Okay, okay. Now let me change my hypothesis. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because just a little bit different. Tweak it, tweak it, keep tweaking it. That's so, good. but doing that, that's, that with partners is so much more beneficial because mm-hmm. y'all both learn. They learn stuff that they can tell you. They gonna give you advice for free. Yeah. Now it's your partner. They're invested into it with you. Now you're and getting free advice. Yeah, they gonna give you free advice because they yeah. want you to win yeah. instead of charging you. Your partner, go, your partner gonna tell you what it's supposed to be because they trying to win too. Yo, that was good. <laughs> that was real good. Okay, so what's upcoming for the Black App? What's happening? Next? So what's coming up with us next is the storefront in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm, We're securing mm-hmm. our real estate out there. The real estate game out there is something uh, that a lot of people should tap into. Mm-hmm. Uh, be black, white, Mexican, Asian. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, a scene out there because there's a lot of traffic right now. Mm-hmm. So once we go ahead and secure our storefront location, we'll be reaching out to black businesses to put their products on the strip uh, pretty much so that when people are out there traveling all the time, even through mm-hmm. COVID-19, Las Vegas has not stopped having traveled. So even when they tried to stop travel, it's still people still coming to the city. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, wow, okay. Like imagine when this opens back up. All we gotta do is hurry up and get like before it opens all the way back up yeah. and get right. You know what I'm saying? There. So that when it does open up, there's black businesses on the strip or at least black products at the very least. Mm-hmm. So that now we're getting patronized just for being on the strip because yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Every time you land on, on my, my spot, yeah. I'm getting paid. Yeah. All you need is just to increase that traffic. Mm-hmm. 
That is awesome. I just want to congratulate y'all for that. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, because that's so different. You really don't hear about, like, Las Vegas and bringing it. Only thing I hear about Las Vegas is just, of course, the um, the cannabis. Yeah, We're going to go yeah. out there, build our farm, this, this, and that. <laughs> but what you're saying is something totally different. Yeah. You're bringing it to the strip where you already know you're going to get traffic. Man. Even the Dyer mayor was like, whatever happens in Las Vegas, I mean, what? we're, we're just going to get it. Happen. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> she got she a national about the TV. Because But can we get our community to think about the money? That's what I yeah. want us. Like, we don't like, we don't like talking about money. Mm-hmm. Black people hate talking about money, how much money they made, mm-hmm. stuff like that. We need to know these numbers. We need to put all that num- those numbers on the table so that we can see that really as a part of the pie, we're getting less than 1%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. once we can all get over that and stop competing with each other mm-hmm. and try to get everybody that look like us paid yeah. from any type of way, even from us paying them to white people paying them to Mexicans paying them, yeah. to everybody pay us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll pay back, but right now nobody pays us unless we have a job. Yeah, We need to be able to get paid for our assets, for our thoughts, for our creativity. Yes. For things that they get paid for, for yeah. intellectual properties, any mm-hmm. type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all type of stuff that people get paid for. I agree. We just need that in our community. I promise. I like it. <laughs> all right. So, I know you already mentioned how to find the app, but in all, how can people get in touch with, you know, your IG, YouTube, all yes. that good stuff? Um, so, you can find us on Instagram under, what is it, at official BLK app. And then that should be the same tag for Twitter and Facebook, official BLK app. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to find my personal page on Instagram, it's at uh, underscore the Black Buddha. And then on Facebook, it's Tyrone Bridgeforth. Or you could go to my other page, which is Donald Bridgeforth, but I'm hardly on that page. I'm a lot more active on the Tyrone Bridgeforth page. And uh, yeah, the apps in app stores, Google Play, uh, just type in the Black app. Or you can type in the official black app; it should pop up. And uh, if you guys want to leave us a review, we'll 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 appreciate it, and it'll help us continue to elevate the platform in those stores, Mm -hmm. uh, so that we can be that that brand Mm -hmm. that that kind of gives the black people the trust to trust these businesses that are that are on here. Indeed, I just want to make sure. Mm Cause I'm now I'm thinking about it. Is it B L K or B L A C K? Just for the people. So when you go to the app store, mm-hmm. you'll type in the full black. Okay. Uh, you can type that in. Okay. But when you're on IG, you can type in official B L K. Okay. So I remember seeing that. I was like, we gotta yeah. make sure we tap. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, my fiance gets on me all the time about uh, having that seamless marketing because sometimes uh, like our. Our Instagram gets confused with other Instagram, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we may we may revisit that uh, okay. in the coming of weeks. Okay, no problem. All right, so we always end it. Certain times I either do a quote, okay. I do a Bible verse, whatever catches my eye, but I call this the motivational moment. Okay. Anything that sparks my eye, if I'm reading something, I'm like, oh, let me write this down, this, this, and that. I feel like my listeners would enjoy it. So today it's a quote. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't find the person who created the quote. It was shown up as unknown, so I'm really nice. trying to find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give the people, you know, they props. But this says, remember why you started. And so okay. what I usually do is say what it means to me, and then you can tell me what it means to you. So I'm just going to repeat it again. It says, remember why you started. Um, for me, this means to me um, is understanding your why. Yeah. A lot of people just start businesses and then they get burned out and they're like, I don't want to do this now, I'm on the next business and this, this and that. But if you don't remember your why, then it's never going to remind you of why you started that business in the first place. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're just going to be wasting money, you're going to be wasting your time, mm-hmm. and then you're not going to really understand why you're in the predicament that you're in at that moment. And so when you stay humble, like you mentioned earlier, just being humble and understanding, okay, God gave me this, mm-hmm. and this is my gift, this is my passion, because all that goes hand in hand. Once you go back to remember why you started, and that's being, of course, being obedient to God, Mm -hmm. then it gives you those reasons of why you should continue to move forward, Mm -hmm. especially in those dark times where we're like, dang, I kind of want to quit. I want to, you know, just be done, throw it up in the air. And it just gives you that motivation, like, dang, if God believed in me, why should I quit on this? Mm -hmm. I should believe in myself as well. So when I read that, that was the first thing that came to me because I I know for me personally, 
I mean, entrepreneurship is not the easiest oh, no. thing. No, yeah, it's not <laughs> for the lighthearted. Especially when you do the, your passion. Sometimes your passion don't pay all of oh, your bills. Yeah, and that's why you have to, of course, find different streams of income and things of that nature. So when you do have those dark times and you think about those whys, I feel like that's what moves me. So that's the reason why I chose this quote today. Yeah, I like that quote. And mm-hmm. when I first heard it, uh, it just made me finish. I mean, made me, made me think of why I want to finish. Like, mm-hmm. like, I started to finish this. Yeah. Like like the end goal Mm -hmm. remember what you wanted to see like like Mm -hmm. once like the remember like the the dream like Mm -hmm. like don't forget the dream Mm -hmm. like uh when i first started out with the black app i remember i had woke up out of my sleep one day almost like sleep talking but i was just like super like i'm saying this is real like i was jumping up and down like yes yes Mm -hmm. this was like three or four years before i even met angel rich or anything Mm -hmm. but i'm just like i'm just like Okay, this this is why mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I, because that's the life I want to live. That's the world I want to yeah. live in. Just being the, joy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the I, you you only start something because you want to finish it. Mm-hmm. And so, just remember, remember what you just remember, just remember what you want to see, mm-hmm. like the world you want to live in, that finishing, that completion, that that like the feeling of completion, even though we'll never be done doing what we do, because yeah. these are our passions, right? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Black App will never be done. What's Good Podcast will never stop interviewing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is when you're doing it mm-hmm. in that moment, you're getting closer to that completion. Yes. You're just getting closer to when you're done, to when we're when we're, when we're dead and gone. Mm-hmm. All of this will still stand. Yeah. All of our work will stand and still speak for ourselves. That's so true. that's why we started this, though, to mm-hmm. do something bigger than ourselves and yeah. to see, live in that world that's, that's ahead of us. So I love it. Well, that ends our genuine conversation. I, I mean, did you want to add anything? Did we forget anything? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm honored to be here. Uh, you guys just go download the Black app. Uh, if you're a Black business, uh, please tap in with us. We're here for you. Uh, we'll be traveling across the country uh, the rest of this year. Uh, once we get back to Vegas, we'll be pushing uh, out to Los Angeles and California. Because uh, my fiance is from Cali, so she's gonna okay. actually take me in the crevices of the black businesses over there. I'm gonna try to learn as much as I can, soak mm-hmm. it up, and so she's learning about businesses out here in Dallas, black mm-hmm. businesses, and so we're just trying to put this map together of hotbeds of black businesses where people know that they can go there, mm-hmm. and it's almost like in Atlanta, like you get that feel everywhere yes. across the map. We don't mm-hmm. need to just be everybody goes there just for that like mm-hmm. we need to be able to be anywhere and everywhere so I that agree. uh in the event that there is uh i hate to be like dry at the end but like a civil war or something uh we need to be strategic to where we have have communities set up across the country uh you don't want to be cornered into uh where atlanta is mm-hmm. you got two oceans right here yeah and and then you got a whole landmass in front of you just strategically that you wanted to have more bases than that. So just like just it. as we continue, uh, got to think even just on the most basic level of survival of our community. That is true. So Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm honored to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, congrats to you and your fiance. Thank y'all so much for coming through. And, I mean, I think that's it. Do you have anything else? Nope, I mean, just dropping all the gems today. <laughs> um, but, yes, thank you guys for coming through with another episode of Let's Good Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got my water today. Um, yes, if you listen to this morning, noon, evening, or night, thank you so much, and you guys have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J O V A H N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.